The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Sneen. We sure are glad you joined us here this afternoon. Got an interesting show ahead of us. Uh, but first, we always start off with our little segment in the news, news. Janine. Yeah. Yep. And today, we have some interesting things in the news. <clears throat> our congresspersons, I don't <clears throat> I hate to use that term, but uh, those people in Washington that uh, are the leeches of uh, our society, uh, they passed an act in, in Congress. And they passed it in the House. Well, it the is House. Not, it is not well, passed in the, in the Senate. That's in the Congress. Right. Okay, the, in the House. Right. They passed it. And it's called... The Safe and Accurate Food Labeling Act of 2015. However, it has another name. It's called the DARK Act. And the DARK Act, and that stands for Deny Americans the Right to Know. This is about the labeling for the GMOs. Right. And and actually, when ask Americans who wants to know if their food is genetically modified or not, 93% say that they actually want to know what's in their food. Exactly. So it's a real high percentage, no matter you know, which political party someone's with, people do want to know what there's in the food, or at least they're saying they do. Mm-hmm. But, as we just said, this act, they call it the Safe and Accurate Food Labeling Act of 2015. But what it would do, it would preempt any state efforts yes. to pass mandatory GMO labeling laws mm-hmm. and make it voluntary for companies to label GMO foods if they want. Like, like. You know, for instance, let's say Monsanto would want to voluntarily tell you that the glyphosate is in a product. Right. You think they would? Right. I and so, so. And, but, but if, if this act passes, I mean, not only will the companies not have to label foods because it's voluntary. Right. Um, it also bans the states from actually saying that you have to label it. And it also blocks the communities in the states from banning any cultivation of GMO crops. Right. So it's actually protecting the genetically modified food is what this act is about. Right. It's exactly what it's about. And now, so, what, you know, we, wanted to, we, we did want to mention it because we have talked before. We've had shows about genetically modified foods and right. how, how much glyphosate is in it and how much health problems it's causing. And so you need to look and see in your state, did your representative in your state vote for this act? Yeah. If uh, so, you need to write them a letter, give them a call. Uh, if they voted f- for it chastise the hell out of them. Right. If they voted against it, pat them on the back. That's right. Uh, and then, like I said, and also look at your Senate. Go to your senators in your state and actually contact them before the vote and tell right. them maybe a lot of these people don't realize what it's about and even they don't read all the stuff that comes across across their desk. 
Um, and with the name of the law, call them the Safe and Accurate Food Labeling Act, it sounds like it would be a good thing. Yeah, sounds It sounds good. like you'd want the food to be labeled of what it is, right. but that's not what it says. Now, uh, something you can do also, and you folks that are listening to this, probably pretty techy. You can go to a, a, a website called, uh, and the website is www.anh-usa.com. And what that is is the Alliance for Natural Health. Or you can just type in Alliance for Natural Health, and it'll come up. And you can actually go there, and they have a link where you can actually vote or send a message to Congress and to the Senate uh, via that website. So I uh, strongly suggest you do that because I really don't like being kept in the dark myself. Right. I think that, I mean, if, if, if these big companies want to sell their genetically modified foods, they need to tell people what's in them. Yeah. And if the people are, I'd hate to say, stupid enough to still eat them, then fine. <laughs> well, but it needs to, a lot of people just don't realize what right. is in their food. And even one of the employees at Monsanto back in 1994 mm-hmm. actually made the comment, if you put a label on genetically engineered food, you might as well put a skull and crossbones on it. I think he had it right. Right. And so why are they voluntarily going to do it? It's only going to happen if it, they, it makes them do it. Okay. Okay. Enough, enough of that. Doom and gloom, right? Enough of the politics. All right. We can get political on you here. Now we're going to talk about some of the yeah. natural research that came out this week and where it came from. Uh, actually, there was a really neat... Now, we haven't talked much about tocotrienols. We haven't. I don't know that we've talked at all about tocotrienols. Well, you know, and, and, you know, let's tell them what, what folks... If they don't know what a, t- a tocotrienol is, you have your tocopherols, which everybody thinks about vitamin, vitamin E. e. Okay. Actually, there's two sets of chemicals that may... There's eight different ones that make up the vitamin E family. There's the tocopherols, which is like your alpha tocopherol or vitamin E and your delta and your betas and gammas and so on. There's also something called a tocotrienol. And the tocotrienols are less talked about. They're actually being researched quite a bit. They really are. And, and you know, very, we've used them for years. Um, they're, very I mean, a lot so. of the heart disease oh, studies yeah. have come way out on um, the tocotrienols. Right. And so we've used the tocotrienols for years for that. But in this specific study, they were looking at the tocotrienols, and they talked about how it inhibits the proliferation of a variety of cancer cells. Yeah. I thought that was really yeah. interesting because, you know, like I say, we, we've talked about, and, and they've even shown in some of these, uh, some, you know, some of these tocotrienols have actually uh, been able to stop and reverse some of the placking and the uh, atherosclerotic right. placking and the arteries, things like that, which is really novel, really good. But this one comes out, and this was done at Tohoku University, I think in Japan, and they took these Delta-3 tocotrienols, and they found that they actually could stop, the prol- like you said, the proliferation uh, of especially colorectal adenocarcinoma. Right, words, and they said they could also cancer. suppress the angiogenesis which is actually basically the blood supply to the yeah, cancer helps itself. Helps cut off the blood supply. Right, helps cut off the yeah. blood supply. And if a cancer can't, don't have blood supply, then it can't live. Yeah. And so, I mean, they, they did show that it helped it in any conditions, but it actually even helped it better in hypoxic conditions where yeah. there wasn't as much oxygen. Right, in which if you stop the angiogenesis, yeah, and, that, you know, that's making what you new, get. new blood cells right, or new uh, and, and blood vessels, you're actually going to make it, it hypoxic. And there's been a lot of work on creating drugs for instance, that can make a tumor uh, hypoxic via this angiogenesis thing. 
So here's something that's a natural right. compound. And basically in their conclusion, they basically said it has significant therapeutic potential in the clinical yeah. treatment of tumors. You know, and they even mentioned something that you and I talk about all the time to our people about rice bran. Right. Rice bran oil. We cook with rice. You don't we find use, it much. <laughs> no, you don't. But if you look almost all your tocopherols, when you look at the source that they get them from, comes from rice bran. Yeah, the tocotrinols. And that's why... We actually, you can cook with rice bran oil. You rice can. bran oil is high in tocotrienols, mm-hmm. but it also can go to high temperatures. And so you're getting a beneficial oil that's good for the heart, that mm-hmm. even can help cancer. And it goes to high temperatures where it doesn't burn. That's right. And so we use a lot, and I, we do, we actually keep them in stock. Right. Because it's hard to find. I mean, I know that, you, I mean, bigger cities might have them. We do right. live in an area that is harder to find specialty products. So in other areas, you may be able to find it just fine. Yeah. But rice bran oil would be a really good oil to cook with, and you would also get some tocotrienols that mm-hmm. way. Now, while we're on this thing about, uh, we were talking about atherosclerosis there just a minute ago, and the tocotrienols, because they've been tested for right. that. Well, there's a new study that just came out from the University of Milan, and it talked about our, uh, something that we've kind of glossed on a couple of times about the pycnogenol. And the pycnogenol and the grapeseed extracts, both the uh, proanthocyanidins. And the pycnogenol specifically, which is a pine bark air, uh, extract. Extract, right. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned it in combined with something called the Centella asiatica, which is basically go-to cola. Yeah. Okay, you probably heard that one, go-to cola. Okay. And they're, they're using a specific extract mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. but they did some pretty good research where they took six <laughs> different groups. I mean, they had right. different groups and gave you know each group different amounts and... Different things. And and the nice thing about it, they had like 824 subjects, and these people were like 45 to 60. And and they did this for 42 months. It was not a short no. duration thing. No. Yeah. And then, I mean, it really actually showed that what it showed was the groups that did the best definitely were the ones taking at least 100 milligrams of pycnogenol. Yeah. And so basically they showed a beneficial effect of pycnogenol. And it was even a better effect when the pycnogenol was added to the extract of the Gota-Cola. Yeah. What was really interesting, uh, the pycnogenol group, actually, one of the groups that they did, they took the normal anticoagulants that I promise you that's what your doctor is going to prescribe to you here in the United States. And they took these antiplatelet drugs, and that was in one of the control groups. They, did the, they compared this pycnogenol group to the antiplatelet group and they found that the pregnogenol group only had like a, an 8% of the folks in there had an event, some sort of cardiac event or something. The people with the antiplatelet group had 8.52%. Wow. So they actually had more uh, in, in the people that were taking the drugs. And then the folks that were taking this, uh, no, I, well, this combination was Well, really one of the different, it showed on a different thing that the antiplatelet group had 20.93%. Well, it, it was a, right. They were just talking about the subjects itself, the number of subjects that had the events. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not the percentages, right. And this, uh, they were talking about more looking at percentages of just not events, but lowering the, the atherosclerosis. Right. I guess they were saying event-wise, maybe it was about the same. Right. But when it came to the actual reducing the reducing plaque, the, plaque the pycnogenol and the TTFCA, which mm-hmm. is the extract from Gota Cola, mm-hmm. was 75, 74, 74 times, times. lower mm-hmm. than the control group and way lower, way better than the antiplatelet group. Right. And, you know, that was just kind of remarkable, I thought, because here's a, a compound that, I mean, we, we know it's good for you and 
And now all of a sudden this research comes out that shows like, wow, it's really good for you. Really good. Yeah. All right. So that was a really good one. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Now something else that came up, and, and we've only got a few minutes here till, till break coming up, but this was, this was uh, a study that talked about uh, fish oil, magnesium, zinc, and the metabolic parameters of those people that don't have uh, diabetes yet. Okay? Right. And they They're were just talking about did it help mm -hmm. other metabolic parameters, and basically the conclusion was yes. It sure was. That taking fish oil, magnesium, and zinc all helped with mm -hmm. those parameters. And they even showed that zinc in women significantly correlated with a reduced systolic blood pressure. Yeah. And lowered the liver enzymes. That's pretty remarkable really. yeah so it actually did a few things and then definitely the fish oil and the zinc also showed that it, it helped increase the hdls which are mm -hmm. your protective cholesterol or your good cholesterol whatever right. everybody hears and so it was pretty good research to show the benefits of fish oil magnesium and zinc which we talk about fish oil almost every week yeah um magnesium we know is beneficial Mm -hmm. And we don't talk as much about zinc sometimes. No, we kind of overlooked that one. So that was a, a very interesting study. They actually showed that the, the PUFAs, which is the polyunsaturated fatty acids or the fish oil, actually reduced liver inflammation. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Well, know? we know it's a good anti-inflammatory. Yeah. All right. We're coming up on a break. As soon as we get back, we'll be headed right into some talk about muscles. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about muscles, and we hopefully have some little tidbits that will help you live healthy and be healthy. Yeah, we're going to talk about different things about muscles, mm-hmm. and I think everybody knows what a muscle is, so I don't think we have to really explain yeah, that. Probably but don't. What don't. we are going to talk about is we're going to talk about hydration of muscles and how important it is, oh. how important the electrolytes are with muscles, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about how you can build muscles and keep your muscles healthy with out artificial means. Right. And especially with aging. As people age, their like muscles tend to at- okay, mature. mature. They tend to atrophy. Yeah. And there are some things that you can do for muscle atrophy as you age. So those are all kind of things there that we're going to that talk about you. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> mature. Okay. Okay. As we mature. Right. As now, we first, mature. we're going to talk about hydration. Yeah, that's you know that's so important because I, I talk to people every day, and you know I know you do too. As a matter of fact, I was talking especially to, this time of the year. This time of the year, I was talking to a lady today, and I said, you know, do you drink much water? And I could tell from looking her lab work, she didn't, and she was honest and said, no. I said, well, how much do you drink? Well, maybe you know a bottle of water a day. I said, wow, a little, yeah. you know, a sixteen or twenty ounce bottle of water a day, wow. That's not much. And this is so important. You know, when you realize that about 70% of your, your body weight is, uh, you, you know, lean muscle mass, so to speak, is about uh, 70% of its water. Yeah. And water is, you can, you can live without food for a few weeks. I mean, mm-hmm. you can definitely live a little bit without food. Yet you can only live a few days without water. About three days. And so other than oxygen, it's one of the most important things for the body. Well, it's what they call a rule of three. Three minutes without oxygen, three days without water, and and about three Three weeks weeks without without food. food. Mm -hmm. And so it's real important. But yet you see people in, you know, Cokes don't necessarily do it. I guess it does give you a little fluid. It probably keeps you from dying. Well, but then, you know, they contain the phosphoric acid and they contain the sugars and everything. Sugar causes a lot of other health problems. Exactly. It dehydrates you even more. But that's one reason we decided to do this show is because of the dehydration part. We, mm-hmm. li- we live in a very hot area, and actually most of the country right now is hot. I mean, we've looked <laughs> yeah, at the news, and you know, lately you have seen some of the areas of the country that aren't used to real a lot of heat are still up around 100. So when you get those kind of temperatures, and you're out in the elements, and you're sweating, and you're losing your electrolytes, mm-hmm. it is real easy to get dehydrated. And, you know, one of the most common early symptoms of dehydration is fatigue. Right. And I think we see that daily with people that come in doing lab work. It's not an extreme dehydration to where it's causing your other problems and life-threatening problems, but it's enough to make them tired. Yeah. And so we do see a lot of dehydration just day to day. Right. Now, when it it gets life-threatening is when it actually accelerates from that. Yes. You definitely, of course, have the fatigue and lack of energy and things like that. But then you'll start having trouble concentrating. Mm -hmm. And then... Muscle weakness, mm-hmm. and then of course headaches and, and cramping and, and cramping stuff, yeah. and dizziness. Now, when you stop sweating and your right. skin gets real dry, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. So, if you start seeing any of those symptoms, make sure you get out of the heat, you rehydrate, and take your electrolytes. Yeah. And you know, we, people are like, okay, electrolytes. What are they good for? Well, they're good for a lot. Without electrolytes, you can't live because you know electrolyte imbalance can kill you also. Mm-hmm. 
Sure can. Now, when yeah. you, you know, when you start looking at electrolytes, you know, the main ones. Now, all your trace minerals play a role, but you have your main minerals that play a role. And, of course, magnesium is one of the big ones because the muscles do not relax without magnesium. That's when they'll start cramping on you. Now, a lot of people think about potassium, which is another which one. Which is another one. They'll start thinking about potassium and, and cramps, but actually... Sodium, potassium, magnesium, any of those can cause cramps. Yeah, and people, sodium is one that they really don't think about. Well, salt. they've been told not to do salt. They, you've been you told know? not to eat salt, and so they're out, and they, the heat, sweating, and losing all their sodium. If you lick, lick your sweat next time, you know what it tastes like. It tastes like salt. So you lose a lot of salt when you're sweating. And so, you know, typically, if people eat the standard American diet, they're getting enough sodium. If you eat the uh, way eat we tell package, you, yeah. If we, if we, if you eat the way we tell you to eat, which is actually not the bat, you know, natural food, whole foods, not packaged, processed. Sometimes you do have to add sodium. Uh, almost all the time, because you don't bit. get enough sodium in fresh food a lot of times, especially if you're out in the elements. Right now, calcium is even important because it actually is what makes your muscle contract. Yeah, you know, the, when you break it down to, to the simplicity of this thing. It takes calcium to contract a muscle and magnesium to relax a muscle. Yeah. And even potassium plays a role in the contraction as well, mm-hmm, which is, of course, why you have such problems if the potassium gets low. And when potassium actually gets real low, you get real fatigued also. When sodium exactly. gets low, you're real fatigued also. When magnesium gets low, you're real fatigued real also. Fatigued, right. So whether it's dehydration or just a mineral deficiency... They all can make fatigue. And typically, if you're that dehydrated, you're probably, your electrolytes are that that off too, so. Yeah, if you actually are out and and you start having that lack of sweating, Mm -hmm. your electrolytes are going to be off. Oh, certainly They really are. And, you know, it can be dangerous. I mean, you had an incident from heat exhaustion back when you were in your 20s. I did. And you've never really handled the heat as well since. No, as a matter of fact, that was an interesting outcome there uh, i was working in the summertime got i actually had a heat stroke which meant you know you you, you pass out from a lack of minerals and so on and i woke up in the emergency room with an iv in both arms and the old emergency room doctor telling me son i was just like i, said, I was just a young kid and he said son you're never going to be able to take the heat again and i'm thinking to myself yeah sure well guess what he was right to this day, and it's been many, many, many years, and the heat still will just about fold me over. I can't take it. Yeah, so be careful. And it doesn't matter that you're young. It doesn't no. matter that you're old. You no. even hear of these little kids that die in the cars when yeah. parents leave them because they can't handle the heat. They're worse than adults yeah. at handling the temperature changes. You know, and almost every year you hear about some kid playing sports, usually soccer or football, and this time of year, when they're in their, uh, their, their early season training, and they'll die from usually dehydration and, and cause a cardiac arrest or something like that. You know, not a good thing to do. Really well, so that's one thing, you know, hydrate, hydrate, mm-hmm. hydrate, hydrate. And we don't mean Gatorade. No. Um, had a guy in the day the sugar. that a couple weeks ago came in, not a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, come in, did the lab work, showed insulin resistance. And he said he'd always wondered why he had problems losing weight. And he's went full force what I told him. I mean, full force mm-hmm. what I told him to do. And he has lost 35 pounds in two months. I mean, he's done great. He's done real good. Feels great, everything else. He said, but you know, before I'd exercise, 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 exercise. 
I would exercise for two hours and I wouldn't lose a pound. He said, but then after I exercised, I drank a big old thing of Gatorade. <laughs> he said, and now what, what you showed on my lab work, it makes sense. I was doing nothing but adding sugar and adding back pounds. Yeah. You know, because that sugar is not necessarily what you need. No, sugar is definitely not Especially what you need. if you're insulin resistant, which right. he is. So that's what a lot of people do is they exercise a lot. They drink these drinks that actually have loaded with sugar. And in turn, they don't lose any weight because of it. You know, and you know, a rule of thumb talking about drinking water uh and we explain this to people a lot you know if you're drinking you know if though to know how much water do i have to drink is it 60 ounces or 100 ounces here's what you need to do because depending on what activity you're doing depending on how much water you need you need to be drinking enough water in your intake so that you have to go to the little boys and girls room every hour and a half to two hours you need to be tinkling every hour and a half to two hours you stop urinating you're in trouble also you're in trouble but And kind of the rule of thumb on water, and this is just not even if you're outside sweating, but just everyday intake of water, um, is your body weight divided by Mm 2.2, which is it's basically a kilogram. Mm -hmm. So you want an ounce of water for every kilogram of body weight you have. That's for normal activity. That's normal activity. Mm -hmm. If you actually start increasing activity, you need more than that. Right. You sure do. You know, and when you start looking at all these electrolytes, and, and I know this time of year, especially one of our big sellers, if you will, as something that people that we rely on is a, a combination of various minerals, trace elements and right. and these basic electrolytes like your magnesium and your potassium and sodium yeah, and so one of the ones we use the most is called electrolyte energy. Right. And it has your potassium, magnesium, right. calcium, sodium. Mm-hmm. You have all your electrolytes in it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time it has a few things like the malic acid and stuff to actually help with muscle. Mm-hmm. And it's not sweetened with sugar. No, it's got some stevia. It is, yeah. It's actually sweetened with you know with stevia, which is no caloric value, and it doesn't give you a sugar value, mm-hmm. but it actually makes it taste better. Right. Um, but then you're getting all your electrolytes, and you're not getting all the sugar. Yeah, it's a real good idea this time of year to have something like that. So we're not uh, saying don't drink electrolyte drinks, no. but look at what you drink. Make sure it does not have artificial sweeteners, and make sure it's not loaded with sugar. And, you know, something like that, stevia or stevia, depending on where you're from, I guess is how you pronounce it. But that, that stuff is, is, makes it tolerable to take as far as taste, and yet you're not getting any of the artificial chemicals that you don't need, and you're making sure that you're getting all your electrolytes and water. You know, we suggest taking that, something like that electrolyte energy, just put it a, a little bit of that in your water, shake it up. Now, every time you take a drink of water, you're getting your electrolytes. And, you know, like I said, muscles, which is what we're talking about, rely on hydration. They have to be hydrated. And they are not going to function normally without hydration. And one of the, you know, things that a lot of people don't think about is your heart is also the most Ooh. demanding muscle in the body. It's the most demanding muscle. It is. It's the most important muscle in your so body. So you have to keep hydrated mm-hmm. to keep everything working properly. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about some of the things for cardiac muscle also coming up. Yeah, in the next but segment. Yeah. at first we were going to talk a little bit about things that you need to build muscle. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things I was going to mention is we have a research that just came out. We were going to do it in the news because it came out this week. Yeah. But we decided, well, let's just talk about it during the muscle segment because that's what it talks about. What it was, the, the headlines were current dietary protein recommendations need updating. Mm-hmm. And so it was published in the Applied Physiology, Nutrition, and Metabolism. And it was basically what they said is if when they start doing research on protein, and there's more and more and more research coming out on protein, mm-hmm. that they're not recommending enough protein. 
And we've always recommended protein with every meal. And that's basically what they're saying here is to optimize muscle protein synthesis. And it potentiates, you know, protecting muscle mass and high quality muscle. And we're going to talk a little bit. The break's coming up. So we're going to talk a little bit more about it when we get back. Yeah, we'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally, and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Just before the break, we were talking about this new study that uh, Janine was telling us about. Right, about the protein. And a few other things that it actually concluded in the study was, of course, it was the right choice for weight loss management to actually make sure you get adequate protein. That's true. And they they even, you know, talked about how the guidelines definitely need to be changed because people are not getting sufficient amounts of protein to promote optimal muscle health, right. especially in the mature populations. Right. See, you used the word mature. I like that. And I do find that. What we find right, all the time true. as people mm. come in that are getting older, and right. we're, we're talking about the 
much older population. Mm. It gets to where their teeth are not as good right. and they don't like to chew as much mm-hmm. and they just, it's easier not to eat your proteins. Right. And you know, and what we suggest at that point is go to some of the softer proteins like, you know, for instance, fish. Fish. Fish is right. great. It doesn't take a lot of uh, effort to chew it up. It's not like chewing on a tough steak or something. But it plays a big role in keeping people healthy. Yes, it does. So as you mature... You definitely don't want, just because you hear of the protein being so beneficial for all these people that work out and build Mm -hmm. all this big muscle, Mm -hmm. everyone needs the protein. Everybody. So it's not just the bodybuilders that need protein. Now, the more exercise you do, the the more more protein protein you you need. need. And, you know, we, we also talk about, okay, how much protein is adequate. We definitely tell people to eat protein with every meal. And that's what this study was showing. Mm -hmm. Now, it's another one that you can take your body weight divided by 2.2. And get the amount of grams that you probably need around to maintain the muscle you have. Yeah. So say, you know, for instance, a 150-pound person is going to get about 68 or something right. grams. Now, uh, that's going to be kilos. to maintain the muscle <clears throat> that they have. Right. If they heavy exercise, they're going to have to take more than that. Yeah. Maybe even double it. Maybe so, even double it. Right, right. Maybe even double the amount times two. So it protein is important. And when you're talking about building muscle naturally, mm-hmm. and right now that's what we're going to start talking about. Mm-hmm. You definitely want to make sure you get adequate protein, and most mm-hmm. of the people that are bodybuilders do that. Um, but the people that are even just wanting to tone your muscles and make your muscles healthy, you also want adequate protein, too. You really do. Now, we're definitely not, you know, the anabolic steroids and the people oh, that you see no. do that, it's not healthy. And you yeah. can build muscle without doing that. You sure can. So, you know, and those anabolic steroids, you know, they might look, you know, tempting at some time. But they can sure cause you an awful lot of problems. Now, we see all the men later that's done it that have the low testosterone that will not come up. They actually have liver problems. They have lipid problems. Which lipid is problems. They so. actually have fatigue. Mm-hmm. They have it. It damages everything. So the young people out there listening, that's not the answer. No. And we're going to talk about a few things right now that might be an alternative, natural things you can do other than protein that actually helps you build healthy muscles. Mm-hmm. You know something that that helps a lot and you know a lot of people talk about okay well if i'm going to exercise what do i need to do before the exercise you know you don't need to consume a lot of carbohydrates okay we want to exercise but one of the things that we use a lot is a compounds that have arginine in it it's an amino acid it vasodilates it gives you more blood into the muscles so you can exercise better right and function a lot better and so arginine is a good thing mm-hmm. to actually help with muscle now another thing that helps volumize the muscle and it also helps hydrate the muscle, is your L-glutamine. Now, you do see a lot of L-glutamine used in bodybuilding, and that is totally safe to use. Mm-hmm. Um, glutamine is one of those that we've used for years. It's also good for gut health. It's good for oh, it's mental health. It's mm-hmm. good for liver. Fun. I mean, it's good for everything. And it is your most abundant amino acid in protein anyway. In the body, right. Right. And mm-hmm. so in it. It, so it is used to keep the integrity of the gut wall. It actually helps leaky gut syndrome. There's so many things that it's beneficial for other than muscle, but it's something that's totally healthy and it's not going to hurt you to take glutamine. You do want to drink plenty of water if you take you know, L-glutamine right. to make sure you don't get de- constipated. That is right. about the only thing that we have the found that it can cause if you don't mm. drink enough water. Right. Now, a lot of people talk about creatine. And that's kind of one of those, we don't use creatine a lot. Now, I think in very low doses, sporadically, it can be done. Actually, some of the studies have shown that in low doses, uh, and and we're talking much less than usually five grams a day or something like that, low doses. You don't have to load up with all these big doses like they tell you at some of the uh, sports shops and stuff. 
and but just the low doses and moderate exercise definitely helps increase you know muscle strength there's no doubt about it but it takes low doses right and the women out there if you're not wanting to bulk you don't want to do creatine because i have a lot of women that come in they're like should i take i'm like do you want to bulk and they're like no i want to tone i'm like okay that's not what you want and so it is something that you can take in low doses but it is something that you want to not do Mm -hmm. huge amount of like they talk about these loading phases don't listen um don't do that so i mean like i said i don't think it can affect the kidneys and that's why we do say you know you kind of have to watch it so it is something that you can use and it is being used in some of the mature adults as well yes they are actually Mm -hmm. help with strength and muscle but in low doses in low doses we stress over and over again low we even have a multivitamin called athletic nutrients Mm -hmm. that does have your crealkaline which Mm -hmm. is a little bit different form and it's a crealkaline creatine right which is a little bit better form of creatine but it is and it's in a lower dose Mm -hmm. um but even with that i tell people don't take that same multi all the time yeah. cycle on and off of it right. you know because you don't want your own body to stop making it yeah. um so we do that is something else you can do for muscle now one thing that we stress is if you want these muscles to work right you got to get the mitochondria functioning correctly right. now that mitochondria is a little powerhouse of every cell in your body and especially in the muscles See, and there's a lot of things you can do to make that mitochondria function better. Oh, there's a lot of things. Now, we talked about magnesium and mm-hmm. the dehydration a while ago. Magnesium's also important in mitochondrial health. Mm-hmm, sure is. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's a lot of things that are. You know, your zinc, mm-hmm. it, iron, if you need it. Now, if you need it. Iron can be too much in some people. Don't go right out and get iron. If you have a deficiency in zinc and iron, you want to add that to help mitochondrial function. Right. Another one is manganese. Now, and let me tell you why manganese is, is so critical nowadays. Because if you are eating those GMO foods, it has that glyphosate. Glyphosate is known to destroy the manganese in your body. And oh, most people are eating right glyphosate because they're eating yeah, genetically they modified foods, unfortunately. And it just pulls it right out. Now, without manganese, you can't make something that's very important called superoxide dismutase. Right. It's the most powerful antioxidant that your cell has in it. Right. And if you actually don't make have enough manganese, you actually can't produce it you properly. You can't produce the SOD or superoxide dismutase. That's right. Now, there's a few of the other in the amino acid family that a lot of people have heard. Hmm. And carnosine is one of them. Yeah. Yep. And Carnesine's so good. carnosine is one. It's one that's probably not the biggest supplement that we use for muscles, but it is actually beneficial. But carnitine is one. That, that is a, a big one. All right. It's huge. I mean, carnitine is definitely, um, it is actually can be synthesized from methionine and lysine, but taking carnitine itself, you know you're getting the carnitine. And, and without carnitine, your body can't take the fatty acids, the, you know, the fatty acids that we have in our body, and actually use those for fuel. Yeah. So it just shuts that process down. And without fuel to the cell, they don't really function yeah. very you know, properly. That's true. Now, a couple of the vitamins that are important are vitamin A, mm-hmm. which that's another one that I think is overlooked a lot. I know it um, is. Yeah, it's, it's used for handling fat and sugar metabolism. Right, it is. But they've scared people away from vitamin A a lot. Um, because excessive amounts can be harmful. But those are excessive But it's excessive. Amounts. It's yeah. not the normal amounts. Exactly. Your body does need vitamin A, and there's a lot of genetic disorders where your body can't convert beta carotene into A properly. A lot of that. A we see an awful lot in the genetic testing. And we right. Do. And mm-hmm. so you do find that a lot of people you know, take beta carotene instead of A, but a lot of people have that problem where they can't convert it. So a little bit of vitamin A is actually very healthy to, to supplement. It certainly is. Um, now, one that... CoQ10. I mean, I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think you get any bigger. Say than CoQ10. enough about CoQ10 yeah. because they know 
that it is, you know, it actually has, makes the mitochondria, my, mitochondria able to make ATP. Right. Adenosine triphosphate. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you start talking about muscle, CoQ10 is so important, which is why the statins can actually be so harmful because it depletes your CoQ10, which is why everybody has muscle pain. That's the leading cause of that muscle pain. The leading cause of muscle pain from statin drugs is a right. lack of CoQ10. Right. And so the CoQ10 is so important. And you, I mean, we, we have a high-dose CoQ10 that we use for cardiac function. And right. we talked about cardiac being a muscle. Because it's the heart's a muscle. Exactly. Yeah. And you can go high doses with no problem. And actually, CoQ10, that's one that more is better. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. Um, something, a lot of things, more is not better. But CoQ10, more is better. More is definitely better, that one, right. You know, something else that, uh, you know, other things like alpha-lipoic acid. Now, that's one you don't hear much about, but... Uh, the lipoic acid or alpha-lipoic acid or even the R-lipoic. There's different forms of it. But those lipoic acids are very big in, in mitochondrial uh, function. They keep the mitochondrial uh, healthy. Uh, they keep them functioning normally. They help to increase the uh, antioxidant level in there. <clears throat> so they are you know, just extraordinarily beneficial to the uh, mitochondria. And even resveratrol, which we've oh, talked yeah. about for a lot of different things. Well, the is anti-aging also, effect, right? Exactly. I mean, you, you see resveratrol and anti-aging all the time, and it, it really is beneficial for most things, but it's also beneficial to muscle because of the mitochondrial, mitochondrial support. Mitochondrial function, right. And actually in the antioxidant effect, when you start looking, you don't want damage to the muscle cells. Right. And in a, we're seeing more and more, I am, and, you know, mm-hmm. people coming in, that have mitochondrial dysfunction yes, or mitochondrial diseases. And unfortunately in medicine, there is nothing that they do for the mitochondrial dysfunction in the muscles. They put a label on you and put you they out do. The they do. And they, but the, the good thing is we've had quite a few doctors around that actually tell people to come see us. Yes. And to take high dose CoQ10, high dose, you know, basically the ribose, which we're going to talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. you know, the carnitine, mm-hmm. all the stuff that you have to have for the cells to function normally. Manganese, all that, exactly. acid, all those things. Yeah. And so, but we, we are seeing more and more of that. I don't know if it's just being diagnosed more or uh, if more people possibly. are having problems because of environmental effects that actually are damaging the mitochondria. Mm, probably a little bit of all of it. it might yeah. maybe, yeah. but we are seeing a lot more people that have it. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned ribose. And, you know, that's something that we're going to spend a little time on this. And we only got a couple of minutes, but we want to get started on this ribose thing before the break because ribose is one of the most important sugar molecules. Now, it's not your table sugar, so don't think that. It is a type of sugar that our body has to have. If you think about ribose, think about your DNA. And half of your DNA is called RNA, your ribonucleic acid, ribonucleic acid. It's got ribose. That's the backbone for your actual DNA. Very important. And without it, your, your DNA can't function, neither can your muscles. Those, those mitochondria can't function without this stuff. Uh, very important for the mitochondrial function. Right, it is. And one of the big things, if you look at a lot of the research, is on cardiac. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking at what it does for the heart and cardiac function, mm-hmm. most people should think, oh, I, need, I should be taking that. Because it is one of those things that even protects you in case you do have a heart attack. Uh, you know, that's the, the key. Even if you do have a heart attack, this stuff is phenomenal. And you'll never be given this stuff in the hospital. I promise you that. Never. Yeah. All right. We're coming up on a break here, Janine. Uh, okay. So we'll be uh, wrapping it up for this segment. We'll be back in the next segment. We'll be talking more about ribose and some other interesting things. Okay.
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about muscles, and right before the break we were talking about we just got started on D-ribose. Right, and D-ribose is so important. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. Oh, it's really now, important. Now, it definitely, we talked about ATP, mm-hmm. which is the energy to the cells, right. and there's no doubt that ribose has been shown to actually, it's, an, it's basically, it's a, it's a natural ingredient that builds new ATP. Mm-hmm. And without uh, a ribose, your mitochondria can't do the ATP. I know. And if you if you look at the ribose, I mean, there's been a lot of studies. And some of the studies, basically, they were looking at the function of the heart, and they wanted to see what it does if you have a heart attack. And then they wanted to do, they did tests on even animals where they actually, mm-hmm. you know, give them, they said, well, let's see if it can help if you give it before the heart attack. Mm-hmm. And actually, in the studies, they... I mean, the results were amazing that when they gave the heart muscles of a healthy animal given ribose before ischemia mm-hmm. actually held out 25% longer than animals that didn't have it, which means, you know, translated into real life, you have 25% longer to get help. 
if you're if you have a heart attack. If you have a heart attack. And right. even then they find that there's less damage after the fact. Right. That your actually heart can survive the lack of oxygen better if you have enough of this D ribose. Right. There's a problem, right? You know, when you have the ischemia, which is loss of blood supply, and then reperfusion is when the blood supply gets back to it. And that that that's the injury part. That's what injures the cells because during that time if your mitochondria and that heart muscle doesn't have the, a, the ATP uh, to, to fire that, uh, keep that mitochondrial functioning, you're going to have heart damage, and it's going to be probably permanent. I'm not, that's scary. That's very scary. People that live with permanent heart damage know what that means. Yes, they do. Um, but like I said, they even showed that the, it was sign- after, you know, after the onset of ischemia that they couldn't believe the elevated stores of energy that the heart still had. And that's why they didn't have as much damage as the heart had all these energy stores that well, it could survive on until the blood flow got back. Right. Uh, because that, that latent period of time between when the blood stops and it starts back and gets enough sufficient blood back in there to start that process over again, that's when the damage is done. And if your heart muscle is running out of gas, so to speak, doesn't have enough uh, fuel to fun, uh, fire those mitochondria, and, you know, boom, your your history and they've also showed that, you know, people, a lot of people have ventricular hypertrophy, which mm-hmm. is actually um, usually caused by high blood pressure, long-term high blood pressure. I mean, well, there's usually. other causes, too, mm-hmm. but that's one of the most common causes is long-term high mm-hmm. blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And they usually, because of this, have limited exercise tolerance. And they actually did a study, yeah. of course, where they you know, did the ribose, and they found that it actually helps the enlargement of the heart. And at the same time, it actually helps the exor- being able to exercise longer. Yeah, they said it actually improved ventricular function by 25%. I know. That's significant. That's significant. I mean, really there is, is just so much about ribose. I mean, when you look, there's just study after study after study. I mean, it's not just one study that shows this. And the good thing, I mean, yeah, it's great for the heart. I mean, that's what we keep talking about. Right. I mean, it, there's no doubt it's good for the heart. There's no doubt it's actually, and, and one of the big things that they see in studies is that it increases stamina because of the ATP production and because of what it does for energy production in, in the in the muscles, it helps with stamina. Right. And there's no doubt that skeletal muscle benefits also. Oh, yeah. They oh. actually show that, you know, if you're doing vigorous exercise, your ATP levels can drop up to like 20% instantly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's we've got our, our product that we put together, our formula we put together actually several years ago, many yeah, years ago. It's been a while. It's called RiboFuel. And basically, it's ribose and some other things that, you know, the acetylcarnitine and so on that you need for proper muscle. It has function. some, some CoQ10, CoQ10. It has the carnitine. Mm-hmm. It has the ribose. It has the ribose in high amount. Real high. It amount. does have some DMG, which we're going to be talking about in a minute. Right. So it actually has some really good things. It's in a powder form because anytime you take D ribose, you're talking about grams. You're not talking about milligrams. And so, of course, in a powdered form, you're going to get. A, you won't have to take ten pills. You can mm-hmm. actually do a scoop. Mm-hmm. And so that. And it, but it, it tastes good. I mean, it's actually not bad tasting. So it's something that is definitely beneficial to just about anybody. Whether you exercise, whether you have heart problems, whether you have heart disease in your family, um, or you know, in, in in if you have a heart attack. I mean, we don't want it, that to happen to anybody immediately start supplementing um, yeah. ribose. Yeah, because they, they, they've actually done some studies where they did it in the hospital, and don't hold your breath for that one to happen in your hospital locally. But it had, could possibly, maybe someday, 20, 30 years from now, 
uh, it'll be part of the routine therapy. But they've actually done the uh, infusions of the ribose, and they've shown a marked improvement in survivability of those people. Right, and even um, that, and but after a heart attack, you probably want at least like fifteen grams a day, and it would act, it'll actually help the heart get stronger faster. Mm-hmm. And like I said, whether you just work out. Um, you know, of course, if you're just a healthy person working out and wanting it for muscles, you can do a little bit lower dose, maybe five grams. Mm-hmm. If you're an athlete doing, ex- you know, high intensity exercise, you may need the same amount, the 10 to 15, like a, a cardiac patient. Yeah, if you've recently got hung up on uh, CrossFit, for instance, you know, yeah. start doing something like that, which is a real high intensity workout, you're going to need this ribose. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. There's no way to get it otherwise. So, yeah. I mean, that's just one that, you know, is definitely beneficial. Now, another thing that we mentioned that is in the ribofuel and is something we've used for a long time is DMG. We even had a whole show about DMG. Right. We've had a whole show about DMG. You can go back and listen to it. But just kind of shortly, because we're coming up toward the end of the show, DMG, dimethylglycine, is in every living cell of every living thing. It is. It definitely helps oxygen utilization. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, because of the oxygen utilization, it does actually help muscles. It helps circulation. And it helps circulation mm-hmm. and stamina is a big one with it. And another thing is it actually reduces lactic acid buildup. Yes. And that is probably one of the biggest reasons people stop exercising yeah. is they start hurting. And ribose has also been shown to actually help with the lactic acid buildup and the pain after exercise. Right. So, if you, know, you don't want to quit exercising. You just want to do something to actually help the muscles recover some. Right. Now, something else that, you know, you and I have used for a long period of time and, and folks that with muscle problems, even, you know, cardiac uh, problems, you know, which is a heart muscle, uh, is the bovine colostrum. Yeah, and the good thing about the colostrum is it's not just for that. It actually, now, with ribose, we didn't say, ribose does not, has not been shown to build muscle. No. It shows to help stamina and stamina. energy to the muscle and right. repair muscle. Right. On colostrum, on the other hand, it actually shows building of the muscle. Yeah. I mean, it, it is not just for repair. Now, it does repair also. And it helps recovery. It helps stamina, endurance, you know, recovery, but at 20% increase in strength. Yeah. Well, it, it, it produces something called an insulin-like growth factor, or IGF-1. And once you do that, that is the key to, keeping the, you know, to making these muscles grow bigger and stronger. Right. And yeah. it also promotes the um, increased of lean body mass. Lean. And so it actually right. decreases body fat, increases muscle mass, mm-hmm. and we've and it is so safe. It's baby's first food. It increases the immune system, mm-hmm. but also the insulin like growth factor helps blood sugar control. Uh, fat metabolism and blood sugar it control. It does. Sure does. And yeah. they've even found that it actually keeps a lot of times um, the the body will take protein and turn it into sugar. If yes. it doesn't actually have enough sugar for the workouts, which actually in some people is not a good thing. Right. This will actually keep that from happening. And the colostrum itself is protein, mostly. Mm-hmm. It is not 100% protein. No, but a, a, a scoop of colostrum has 7 grams of protein in it. And most of the research for the extreme workout people for the 20% gain in strength. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can do a lower dose for immune function. You can do a lower dose for repair. You can do, but for actual, that's real strong growth is 20 grams. Which if you did it in pill form... That'd be 40 pills. We have a powder where each scoop is 10 grams. And you can put that in your protein shake and stuff like that. It's amazing what it'll do, really. And it really does. And that's some natural ways, like we talked about. Things that you don't have to do anabolic steroids to build muscle. I mean, the glutamine and the colostrum and the arginine, there's things that you can do naturally. 
and get that increase. That, I think colostrum is one of the most overlooked because, you know, we use it for several things. One, it helps this, this muscle activity. There's no doubt about that. Also helps the, it's, it's loaded with immunoglobulins, so it helps your immune system yeah. as well. And I, they've shown that a lot of people with exercise, mm-hmm. the immune system drops, well, which you, is one yeah. reason a lot of people get sick after exercise. Right. And that's another thing colostrum does, is during exercise, it keeps that immune system up. Yeah, it keeps those immunoglobulins up to where so they're So it keeps your be. sugar level, it keeps your immune yeah. system up, it actually helps the muscle get stronger, it helps the endurance, and it's so safe that you can give it to a day-old baby. Well, colostrum is what mama feeds baby before the milk comes in. That's right. That's so first it's milk. baby's first food. Mm-hmm. And so it's so safe that you can do it. You know, we do give it to babies that get sick we a lot. We do give it to we babies. We actually right. will add the bovine colostrum. And our bovine colostrum comes from New Zealand because it's a cleaner source. Right. Doesn't have the chemicals. Doesn't have the chemicals in it. And so it's just one that has definitely been one that we've used over the years. And we thought everybody really needed to know about it. Yeah. Well, I think we had a pretty good little... Um, interesting show here tonight about uh, mm-hmm. and hopefully everybody learned a little bit of something and you know if you got any questions or anything feel free to give us a call uh contact us via that uh, jfox at doctorsnutrition.com if you got an idea for a new show do that as well and uh we're about to wrap it up here tonight so hopefully you enjoyed it uh, we enjoyed being here yeah and um i guess we'll see you next week too Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.